2: yak gadget for all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs go to yakgadget.com. eastport marina on the beautiful shores of dale hollow lake for all your lodging kayaking and fishing needs go to eastport.info now let's get this show started
3: what's up guys you're listening to the paddle and Fin podcast network i'm your host brad and tonight well this episode josh is not with us he has some stuff to do so i brought in matt stouters to guest co-host with me
4: what's up dude what's going on man happy to be back not just a interviewee but a co-host this is awesome
3: heck yeah uh it's like your third or fourth time now isn't it
4: yeah i think it's my just from different shows i think it's like my fourth time being on i know it's my second time being on no third time being on your show and then i was on uh uh, uh, what was that show? Oh, Armando's Name. Armando show. Yep, I was on Armando's yeah. show at the very, very beginning. I think it was beginning of twenty twenty. So yeah, yeah, it's been awesome. Heck yeah. Um,
3: for all you guys who don't know who Matt Souders is, uh, he uh got into kayak fishing within the last few years, and he's been uh trying to get into the whole game. So uh give him a follow on Instagram, Matt Souders Fishing.
4: So, uh,
3: yeah, dude, anything new with you?
4: Oh, not a whole lot. Getting ready to, we, you know, just got back from the Columbus Fishing Expo, working down there with Loveland, and uh, I got my eyes on the new P127. So hopefully I'm in that boat this year. That's the plan. But, uh, no, I'm just getting ready for fishing season, getting a bunch of – it's the beginning of getting everything on my new tackle and stuff, finding more baits I don't, you know, necessarily have to have, but I have to have them at the same time. And then uh, (laughs) just getting everything ready and doing every. I feel like every, uh, angler terminal angler does for season and overthink what you have and what, you, how do you got to change your setup to work better for you? So.
3: Yep. Um, well, I don't spend as much in tackle as you, do, but I understand completely. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a
1: guy. <laughs> but everybody
3: already knows you. that they heard the episode before this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, we got a, uh, Ep- cool episode planned for you guys we're bringing uh john thomas back on from yak gadget he has released a ton of new stuff since the last time we've had him on um uh, welcome to the show john
0: what's up guys how's it going
3: what is this like your fourth time too now
0: i think so at least
3: yeah i mean you keep coming out with new stuff and it's like oh we gotta have him back on to talk about it <laughs>
0: well it, you know if that's the case and you'll probably have me back another six or seven times this year because <laughs> that, that's
4: hey, I'd love right. to hear that. i right i'm i'm all about that i mean I'm, I'm happy to come on but i tell you what people would love to hear what you're bringing out because you constantly bring something new out and changes the game of kayak fishing or kayaking in general
0: well i appreciate it you know we're just trying to you know in our minds stay relevant you know to a lot of the needs i mean you know that's <laughs> one of the reasons why I went on a tear this year on the um, fishing expo circuit I've uh, done five shows out of the last six weeks. I started in Cincinnati and then the next week went to Raleigh. And then the next week went to the East Tennessee fishing show, had boosted all those shows, took one week off, then did the Lebanon slash Nashville expo, and then uh, came up and did the uh, Columbus. And then uh, in two weeks from today, I'll be in California for the Fred C. Hall show uh, in a combo booth with Scout 365 as well. So we'll have the at Gadget booth, and right next to us will be Scout 365, which they make a lot of uh, rubber boat products. Huh. That's awesome.
3: Very cool. I didn't know you are going out to California this year. Do uh, you, you have a lot of customers out that way?
0: Well, we do. Uh, it's growing, you know, and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think the thing was we – we were talking about it, and um, Graham uh, Key, who is owner Scout 365, he's in uh, New Zealand. And right now, New Zealand is in complete lockdown with COVID. Oh, and you can get out yeah. of the country, but if you leave, they will not let you back in. Whether you have COVID or not, the country is locked down. It's going to be like that. So for him, um, America is a big part of his business. And so he's mm-hmm. not going to be able to be there. And so he wanted me to come down and kind of co-represent our company, his company, and also, Mm -hmm. you know, his pros are going to be there and some of his other staff will be there. They just couldn't be there all the time and I can. So um, it gave me a great opportunity to kind of unleash our stuff to the West Coast a little bit more, you know, for a lot of Mm -hmm. people who may not know us quite yet and also uh going out there and visiting some dealers trying to you know doing some mm-hmm. dealer acquisition as well that's been another big focus for this year mm-hmm. uh we we have some dealers already of course but um my goal is to increase that number by 10 you know 10 times mm-hmm. um what we have now and I, and, I, and it's entirely possible because everyone we're reaching out to we're, we're we're in year 4 of our company and i think we're getting to the point now where know when we call dealers it's not a hard sell anymore it's kind of it's more about hey is this stuff available now can we get it now we kind (laughs) of need it right now and we just uh we Mm -hmm. just finished up our uh 2022 dealer catalog we've had some uh price adjustments and we've had some other things so we're we're about to unleash that to all the dealers as well i know there's some Dealers that work with us currently, they've been very patient with us, and mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be getting that stuff as early to them as early as tomorrow. Because we've just been so busy with these shows. I I got back uh, on Monday. I actually drove back Sunday night from Columbus. I was there mm-hmm. with you guys, of course, and and I was in the booth right next to Loveland, yep. and uh, I decided just to drive home that night. And I huh. haven't done that in a long time, so
3: <laughs> it the really making a, a lot long out haul. Of me. Yeah, what time did you get out of there? Uh,
0: well, I got to give a big shout out to Raccoon Creek. Um, mm-hmm. the guys at Raccoon <laughs> Creek up in Albany, Ohio, uh, Dustin Hoy and his crew, Reed uh, Carpenter, um, and Robert Weicker, I mean, all those, you know, uh, Michael Jennings. I mean, all those guys. There's too many to name because they are all awesome, uh, mm-hmm. and they cleared out their booth pretty soon and they were they were pretty much wrapped up around four o'clock and uh they saw me and they were like hey brother what can we do and so all the guys like pitched in and had my tra- trailer loaded up by like 4 15. nice uh, that's awesome and uh they were just they're just wonderful i mean they're just like great people that you know they wanted to help me make sure i got out of there you know right after they did and uh dustin actually got my truck and backed my trailer because where that, where that spot was, you had to go through this covered area where you had maybe six inches of clearance on both sides of the <laughs> yeah, truck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, he's backed up a trailer a time or two in his life. So he, he got it in there pretty good for me. I mean, I've backed up a few trailers, but, but that particular trailer moved a lot. So he adjusted really, really well. So we just got everything loaded up. And then I got <laughs> on the road. Uh, I had to go back to my hotel because i just decided to, I usually stay the night, that, that a worker showed just to give me a fresh, you know, more fresh on the road. You know, it's about a six hour drive from Nashville and uh, just got on the road about four 45, a little bit before five o'clock, got home a little bit after 11 o'clock. You know, mm. we, we, you know, we, uh we uh made up an hour. Um And so, yeah, it, it all worked out pretty well. Um You know, but I was tired the next day. It's kind of, oh, I believe it. You know, oh, I'm yeah. 49 now. So it's, you know, it, it stays with you a little bit longer now. So when you do that stuff, so, but no, it was yes. like you said too. I mean, like you guys said, it, it was a great weekend and, and working the shows has just been so important to us because I, to me, it's more important than I cast, um, you know, and I'm not putting down I cast at all. It has its merits and values, but mm-hmm. for, for me as a business owner, talking to the people that buy our products is the most awesome thing ever, because they tell you what they like or dislike about the product, and they tell you what they want, and mm-hmm. we have a choice yeah. whether we listen to them, and deliver, or or we discard it. But you know, nine times out of ten, I'm listening to. Well, uh, ten times out of ten, I'm listening. Nine times out of ten, I'm able to execute based on what I hear, mm-hmm. um, and doing that, I think, has only made our products better. I think it's only helped us grow our business. I think it's helped us grow our reach. I think a lot of people have considered us to be more flexible than some of our larger competitors. Uh, and I think we've been able to create a lot more meaningful gear because of that. I mean, it mm-hmm. all comes from, it all comes from the customers. It all comes from them. So.
4: Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say when just talking to you at the show and watching you. you know, cause I was bouncing between the booths just, you would I'd, I'd, you'd say, hey, can you go watch the booth? And you've been talking to a customer about a product, about what they were thinking and be like, oh, you know, this is what I like about this product, what I don't like about this product. And you were really just invested. And I think if a lot more companies did that, they would be more successful in the long run. Um, I mean, just about everything that I've ever seen from Yak Gadget is not only, uh, what's the word, not only makes being on the water easier. But it makes everything more fluid, as in everything has a place, everything has a purpose, and it's not not a gimmicky item. Like mm-hmm. it's it's you know, like when I saw the, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. When I saw like the catchboard holders or something, as a tournament mm-hmm. angler, these are uh, like life changing. And as someone who's lost a catchboard, which I've talked about on the show before, <laughs> someone who's lost a catchboard overboard because I didn't have anywhere to set it. Uh, I mean, stuff like this is just it's. And I'm sure you you listen to the customer, or listen to somebody yeah. say, "Hey, if I had a catchboard holder that could hold, you know, and as as simple as this concept is, but if I had something I could put my catchboard in and it had yeah. a place or a home, it would be way better." So you know,
0: well, I appreciate you know I appreciate that. I think, like you said, I mean, we look, at, you know, if we look at a bump board grip like that, if I'm going to design something, I'm going to go on the water with it, and I'm mm-hmm. going to see if it makes sense. There's a lot of you know. <coughs> hog trough or catchboard holders out there on the market. But the thing about it is they require precision when you Mm -hmm. put it in and you take it out. It's not a quick grip. It's not, I can grab it real quick out of a holster, do what I need to do with it, and then put it back. And so that's where a lot of that comes from. Again, it comes from consideration of the function. And also, again, listening to what the customers are saying, man, I just want to be able to grab this thing quick. I want to be able to do what I need to do and then put it back and mm-hmm. i don't you know and i don't want to have to worry about losing it or whatever and i mean you know with a product like that you know we make sure we put tether points in it so you can tether your board to it and
1: mm-hmm. then we
0: also make sure we, you know we put some bungee cord in there to be able to tie it, you know lock it down quickly and so all those things matter i mean all those little points of design its it's just being considerate to the people that have got to use it when they buy it and i can't yeah, expect it, yeah and i can't expect anyone to buy our product if we're not being considerate to their needs and we're not uh, addressing what we feel needs are while we're on the water. I mean, all this is really born from us being out on the water and going, man, I wish I had that. Or I wish I'd, I wish this worked this way or that way. And then we take that and we compare what our thoughts are. Because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what we think. We can like our products, you know, when we create them at the shop all we want. But if we're not listening, if the other end of that is not customer focused, None of it matters. So we mm-hmm. we kind of go, okay, we, you know, the gears are spinning in our head. We come up with what we think is a good idea. We think it's easy to use based on our standards, but then we take that and compare it against what, what the customers think. Then they go on the water and tell us what they want or what they like with it. And, uh, you know, and that's why we do so many different iterations of, uh, or versions of our products um, because they evolve over time mm-hmm. because again, with our freight, it's a great example. You know, we did a crate when we first started that only held three rods. And actually at the East Tennessee and the Columbus shows in twenty twenty, we got asked, will it fit a hobie? Can we can we do thirty seven hundred, you know, trays long ways? Can it do this? Can it do that? And so now you see that product it's a much different, more you know, more thought out product now because of that. And we have different versions of that right now because of that. So mm-hmm. all, all this comes from you guys, you know, it all comes mm-hmm. from the people that use it all the time. I mean, I mean, I can think about things and I can think something's a great idea, but at the end of the day, if no one's wanting to buy it, it doesn't matter what I think, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, so. Yeah.
3: But you also have that kayak angler mentality because you are one yourself, which is pretty right. cool. 100%. But Going back to that, uh, the precision thing, like you mentioned, like catch boards, having all that, the precision mounts and everything that people don't understand that that limits you, that limits the places that you're able to put it and store it and all that other because those precision mounts, they kind of get in the way of other functions of the kayak.
4: Yeah. I mean, I can, as someone who's used a a different mount, it was it can only go in like two or three places yeah. at a time and all the places it can go or like the most, like one of them I had went on my cockpit tracks and if I had a fish on that side, I'm having to fight my catch board now to get to it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, which just, it, it leads to, because believe me, I've lost a fish doing it that way. And yep, I smack was, it was, i i mean yeah i mean it, it, and when i hit it it literally popped the hook out of its mouth you know depending on yeah. the technique you're using you might not yeah. have it pinned very good or whatever so like with these i mean it comes with i mean you thought about hey let's mount it to your your crate and that completely gets out of the way and yeah. i saw it at the show i never even thought about doing that and i was like well that gets out of the way it's got a place mm-hmm. and i can get to it easy i mean it's just little things like that that you think about, like Brad said, you, you you have that kayak angler mentality backing a lot of the stuff that you make. And you, it's, it's evident you can see it because everything's functional. And at the same time, it works for you in a way that's completely customizable to how you fish and how you kayak. So,
0: yeah, I mean, you know, the. I don't know how anyone else does it, but whenever I catch a fish, first of all, I get really excited because it doesn't happen. That doesn't happen all the time. <laughs> but when I catch a fish, I mean, you don't really have the time to think it through. you got to have to have your plan in place. You have yeah, to have yeah. the ability to get your stuff quickly and, and do what you need to do because that fish is doing what we would do in that situation. It's fighting for its life. You don't have all day. And so yeah. – if you have these holders and these different things you know i've I've seen another one where you know they're having it where it's under your seat that you know it's a nice idea but it's like when you're you better have that planned out because when you have a fish especially a good size one that thing is going to fight you and then it's got two things number one it wants to get off that hook and number two it wants to get back in the water so it's not going to be calm you know, we yeah. do have another product that helps you with that, with the Yakwell. Like, you know, that's that's been a product that you know we've had for out for a while. But but you know, that's the thing. It's like I want to be able to just grab the board real quick, put it down. Want to yeah. do that? Maybe one or two seconds. Then be able to get that fish down. Try to hold it still. You know, have my camera mount. You know, with my ID card showing on the board. All that. I mean, you have to have your plan. That's the other thing too. It's like with this holder you can have it with your ID card on it and have it out yep. of the way. And that way yep. everything's ready when you're storing it, you know, under your crotch and, you know, you don't have room for your ID card. You don't have room for these things, you know? So it's like we, or, or if it's in a precision mount where it's in your you know, front of your cockpit, like you said, that's in the way of your casting. That's in the way of your throwing in. And, and again, this isn't a slam on any other product. It's just, it just shows you, if we're going to make a similar product, we're going to, it's going to be different and it's going to be thought out to the point where, you know, in, in other words, why make it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: yeah, exactly. If it's already
0: been thought out, why make it, you know, unless we've got, you know, unless we're adding three different functions to it, which, you know, I'm going to show you guys, you know, a product that you saw in person tonight where, you know, at the show, I'll I'll show that tonight where we, where we kind of use that same mentality, you know? Uh, uh, why make it if unless it's going to be way different, vastly different, and perform a function perhaps better than some of the other competitors on the market? And that's what we try to do.
3: Heck yeah, yeah for sure. Um, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna share these before we uh, jump off the bump board. Bump board holders. I'm gonna share them for uh, people on YouTube. So I'll just share screen share this right here for a few seconds. Yeah, I'll definitely show that
4: second picture.
0: Yeah, we sec- got yeah, and we have three different versions of that. So that's for the that's the one that goes on the side of the crate, our low like, mm-hmm. pro crate, and then we have two other options which are freestanding. One is a track mounted accessory. That's the ninety degree angle. That one right there is the Hobie, okay, uh, real, uh version, which has been really popular. I've sold the crap out of those at every show uh you know especially when i take my my link my hobie links with me and i i show that on the H trails that i have installed on the links it works really really well oh, like so that. that's a yeah. true holster right there i mean if anything it's optimized for a hobie we're we're gonna make some different changes to the uh, 90 degree track mounted ones but um but those have been really popular i mean i sold out of them at the show i sold every one I yeah
4: had. I remember we talking about that all they were, they were just gone because I was talking to oh, yeah. a customer. I came up and asked you, he was like, Hey, do you have any more of these? They're like, no, man, I sold out of those like yeah.
0: the beginning <laughs> I, of the second day. <laughs> I did. I, I a lot of things, you know, the, the flex rod holders, you know, I mean, yeah, we, that's another thing. Could not keep them in stock. We just, I mean, we brought a lot of them too. And I mean, uh, even on Friday, it wasn't super busy, but I kept selling, you know, those flex rods at the East Tennessee show and at the, uh, at the Franklin show, uh, not Franklin, I'm sorry. It's been a it's been a long time. Uh, the Lebanon and Nashville show and both of those shows, it was also another hugely popular item because you know we we had them mounted on the boats that we had displayed. Another big shout out to to um, to Racken Creek for letting us use a Slayer Max ten five at all of our products looked really great on that kayak, and also on the oh, yeah. P127 and the Loveland. Oh yeah, you know. yeah.
3: Every time somebody came up to that kayak, the first thing they pointed out was the flex rods. They were like, "What are those?"
0: <laughs> yeah, it. I mean that
4: was a crowd favorite. I was say yeah. that the the way that P127 and the the Slayer Max was kitted out. I mean, it was yeah, like you couldn't you couldn't look the other way without that's really diving in. I mean, that's what I was about to say. That Slayer Max Sweet. was kitted out awesome i mean it it, it had it had the bump board holder it had the flex rod stagers it had the 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 anchor pull in the back and it had the which i'm sure we'll talk about tonight the anchor mount on the side for your track system oh yeah which that was on our on the p127 in our booth that was a big you know they were asking about the uh flex rod holder and then that and that was huge um and with it being you know what it is and how long it's been out it had a ton of just a ton of people asking about me like oh that would be great and people asking us you know how would you use this and explain it and be like that would be that would change how i fish you know yeah. what i mean I and mean, people really started thinking about how beneficial that product would be so
0: no absolutely i mean you know you know it's been a big blessing you know to, to be able to do this and go to these shows because we you know A lot of people have just come up and they thank us or i've -hmm. had people say hey you know i drove 300 miles to see you and i don't even know how to take that i mean yeah i mean when someone tells you that i'm like what to see me who am i you know (laughs)
3: like i would drive 300 miles to see you (laughs) all day long
4: all day long just so
2: maybe i'll
0: get
4: a glimpse of
2: something new
3: john you're one of my favorite people man
0: man that means a lot i mean that that you know, again, I don't even know how to take that. You know, it's like <laughs> you know, I, but I'm I'm deeply appreciative. I mean, when you talk to people and they they look at our products and they look at our line and you know, you have somebody that says, Man, thank you for making this stuff. No, nobody was making this this way or whatever. I mean, that just that warms my heart, but it's humbling, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know about I don't know about anyone else that works for themselves. <laughs> but when you work for yourself you have all these challenges especially now you know and i'm not i'm not going to bellyache you know but but you have all these challenges and you wonder some days man is this really should i be doing this anymore like is this you know you have those yeah. doubts because you know yeah, you're sure. running uphill basically you know mm-hmm. and I, I you know i told a, a fellow approached me not too long ago and said you know he wanted to get into this or whatever and i told him i said I hope you like running uphill, man. You know? Yeah. And and I'm not trying to be discouraging in any way, but I you know, it was one of those things where it, it is a challenge and 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 some days you you have your doubts. You have your days where I don't know about anyone else, but some days you know you go, "Man, should I keep doing this or whatever?" And then I go to these shows and I meet these people and they come up to me and they're so nice and they're, they're so welcoming and and they just they thank me for their the, mm-hmm. the products either the ones they already bought or the ones they just bought and 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 that makes it worth it i mean yeah and, and talking with you guys and talking with other pros and and talking with you know uh people that want to join our pro team or people that you know believe in our stuff and they want to help promote our stuff or i mean it, it just means everything i mean you yeah. know it, it validates all of those mornings where i get up you know it's 4 30 <laughs> in the morning and no one's in the parking lot you know and yeah. Or yet, you know, and then the team rolls in, you know, a little bit later or whatever, but it validates all those days where you're grinding and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're fighting to get plastic or you're, you're fighting to get hardware or, or you're, uh, or, you know, I, I'm dealing mm-hmm. with, uh, I fight Ranger boats now for plastic, you know, like oh, yeah. the number two buyer mm-hmm. of this type of material in, in the city of Nashville, which is, it, which is also crazy. That uh, is crazy. You know, yeah, and, sure. and and now we're having to buy a lot more of it, you know, in bulk to to stay on the priority list, mm-hmm. um, which is great. You know, it's, it you know we'll do whatever it takes, you know, so we can keep things rolling. And you know, uh, the season's starting to become full effect. We're starting to see those orders pour in every day, and I'm grateful for all of that. I mean, I get to do this full time for a living. I don't think it gets better than that. And I've had mm-hmm. I've had so many people tell me I'm living a dream. It doesn't feel like a dream, yeah. a long time, but they're right. It is. And I'm very yeah. grateful. And, and I don't, I don't take it for granted and I don't take these conversations for granted. I don't take mm-hmm. the, these opportunities that I have to talk with customers for granted. I'm, that's why I do the shows. I mean, I, I probably do it for that reason. That's why people ask me, well, why don't you, why aren't you going to have a booth at ICAST? Well, I can't talk to the customers and mm-hmm. you know, I, of course I can meet new dealers and I can talk to the media and that's important and that's awesome. And I love mm-hmm. talking to my dealers, but also talking to the customers directly, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's a, it's such a valuable thing. And, and I'm going to, you know, that's going to be a part of our business model until I'm no longer on the earth. you
3: know? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I'd be lying if that stuff never cro- crossed my mind either. I mean, even doing the podcast, I can relate to you that way. Sometimes I just don't want to do it. But then yeah. you get a good conversation and it like refuels yeah. that fire within you. And you're like, all right, let's do this. Man, it's and hard then, work.
0: It's hard yeah. work being in this industry. You guys, you, y'all put in a lot of work. You know, the uh, mm-hmm. the people that do YouTube, I, I got to work with AliEx. Um, if mm-hmm. you're familiar with fishing with AliEx down, uh, yeah. down, down in Miami, he's from Cuba yeah. originally. Um, awesome guy. But, you know, he came up to Nashville. We shot a lot of videos over the summer. We're going to try to do it again this year. And, and when he came up, I had no idea how hard YouTubers work until he pulled out his production list and we shot for three, four days straight uh, for 10, 12 hours a day, getting this shot, redoing Mm -hmm. this shot, doing this shot. And, and, you know, and talking with you guys and how hard you guys work, you volunteer your time Mm -hmm. to this and you, you drive hundreds of thousands of miles to fishing competitions, to do all these different things, to do the media, the podcast, to prepare for these shows. You have mm-hmm. families, you have mm-hmm. lives, you have, I don't have children, you know, <laughs> this, this thing kind of is my kid in a way, um, you know, and, and my wife and I, we've been married for nearly 25 years, but, you know, we weren't fortunate to be blessed with children, but we are fortunate to be blessed with the ability to, to, to be self-employed, you know? So, um, so, you know, you, I don't take anything for granted, but at the same time, I see you guys work so hard. This, this is a tough business. You know, mm-hmm. you you give more than you get. And, I think a lot of people think that oh I can get in this and make a lot of money or whatever, and I don't want to dispel any myths. But uh, if there's a if there's a mound of money somewhere, I haven't found it yet. Uh, and if the I second do, I'm you sharing, find it, I you about
4: to say. Second you do, you
0: let me know where it's at. <laughs> hey, I'll let you know where it is, and I'll share it with you. I'm telling you because I haven't found it yet. It's, you give more than you get in this thing. There's a lot more blood you bleed for this, and 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 you know what? I'm grateful for that opportunity to to bleed for that. You know, you, my yeah. dad used to tell me, you know, if you if you really want something, you care about it, you're gonna you're gonna bleed all the blood in your body for it, and you're gonna want to do it, and that. It's, that's true. It, it's true. It's a sacrifice. Uh, at the same time, there are rewards. But, the but you know, I'm in year four now and I can honestly tell you, I mean, it, it doesn't stop being a, an everyday battle, but, you know, but it's also, there's been a lot of great discoveries with it as well. There's been, a, I've learned a lot. I've gained so many new abilities and skills, you know, just on the business side and on the production side and on the design side, you know, mm-hmm. so, it's, it's an awesome thing. It really is. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I, I don't think a lot of people realize how much hard work goes into something. And I mean, for somebody like you, I mean, I've known we've talked over, you know, here and there over the last year and, uh, you know, really getting to meet you during this weekend. I mean, you're you're probably one of the most humble people I've ever met in my life. And the joy of the military is I met a ton of people. And just talking <laughs> to you, you could you could see like the, the, the passion you put behind this product yeah and uh you know that's that's one reason you know a lot of guys you look at uh companies and stuff like that and you're like oh they make good product but they don't really care to know the backstory and that's why you know i was so because i talked to you a little bit after the show and i was you know so appreciative you know hey thanks for you know letting me come onto the pro team so i can show people what this is yeah for the simple fact i mean i've been using these products for a year and a half before ever being part of you know yak gadget and it's just it's a company you can get behind because all the hard work I know you put into it. And at the same time, all the, uh, like joy and passion that you have with doing it. Um, I mean, it's, it's, you really made something great that I don't know how anybody couldn't get behind it. You know
0: what I mean? So, yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned the military, um, a little, a little earlier. And that's something that this show season, um, I don't want to get too emotional, but I met a lot of veterans, and a mm-hmm. lot of guys that were in Iraq and Afghanistan this yep. season, and you know I always meet vets, and and I love my vets, man. I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful for the sacrifice, and and uh, and I met I met some that told me some stories that, um, uh, and what they're going through now, uh, and and the battles they're fighting at on the home front, you know, uh, personal battles now, and um again you know it goes back to um how humbling that is to you know they're excited to have my products on their boat i'm like okay that's awesome but what you did for me for for my family for for americans put you put your body in harm's way and you you put your you know, your mental stability in harm's way, you saw things and you, you experienced things you did. Nobody should have to do or see. Mm -hmm. Um, It just, uh, it just makes me grateful to be in this industry, to be associated with such a, uh, um, such an awesome opportunity to, to meet all these wonderful people and to make products that they believe in, they believe in some of the most awesome people I've ever met in my life. And they believe in our stuff that just, I can't even, I can't even comprehend that, to be honest, Uh, because, you know, those people got up and made a conscious decision to go overseas and fight for our behalf. Mm -hmm. And then they're telling me that they, that they're grateful for me. I'm like, no, bro, (laughs) -uh. I'm grateful (laughs) for you. I mean, I'm positive of that, but I'm grateful for them. And so, you know, you mentioned that I I had to say that because I had some experiences on this, on this, uh, you know, working some of these shows this year, just talking with with some vets and also talking with some people that got injured in other ways too a lady told me about her grandson who was fly fishing in Missouri and and accidentally uh cast it on a power line Ooh. and a 17 year old kid out there fishing you know you could be i don't know yeah. what you were doing at 17 but at 17 I was up to no good most of yeah. the time <laughs> yeah. and he's out fly fishing and he ends up losing his arm and frying you know frying half the Ooh. nerves in his right side of my body and i'm sitting there you know, Raccoon Creek brought me over. This Cincinnati show, they brought me over some lunch. They were so sweet. And I was almost crying in my mac and cheese hearing this story Jeez. about this lady looking at this pedal drop yeah. kind of thinking that would be good for him to get back into fishing. And I'm going, mm-hmm. I have no problems. Yeah, no, I'm doing great. No matter yeah. whatever, whatever business challenge I think I have, that's nothing. It doesn't matter because this young man is trying to figure out how to live his life without his right arm.
3: Yeah. This yeah.
0: veteran is trying to figure out how to live his life, knowing that he may be paralyzed in three weeks. You know? Yeah. I, I you know, so for me, this has been a wonderful experience to work these shows because it's teaching me personal lessons as much as business lessons as well. And so I'm just thankful, man. I just you know, and I don't mean to I don't mean to, you know, uh, veer off of topic, but I
3: just no, man.
0: All this is connected and and I'm yeah. brought to this for a reason. Yeah. I just want to try to keep products that are meaningful in people's hands. And, and so I can continue to have these meaningful experiences because they're helping me grow personally and spiritually uh, as they are, you know, from a business sense, you know?
4: No, that, that's powerful stuff for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. That was definitely, definitely need to be said. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, uh,
3: let's uh, transition into some newer products. Sure. Uh, I... Uh, here at the expo, I saw a few little new gadgets that you guys released uh, this past weekend, and uh, kind of want to hit on the uh, Easy Grip Kickout Plus and the uh, uh, the uh, what what is the plate the shallow stick multi system?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, it's like a, yeah. So
3: kind of hit those two.
0: Sure. Well, I'll start with the shallow stick one because again, that was another product that that we've been asked about. You know, did we make something like that? And uh, and lately, there's been some really cool innovations. There's a couple other people out there making some really cool stuff. Um, but I was like, okay, if we're gonna make it, how how can ours be different? And so, uh, and I got a, I've got a, I've got mine in my hand. But we'll show that one right there. So what I wanted to do was kind of focus on not only giving you a way to attach, you know, to the kayak, a way for you to, you know, to have a hold to put your stick through to kind of you know to kind of keep you locked to your anchor pole with these but Mm -hmm. i also gave you an option on how to store it and i also made sure you didn't lose any gear track by adding that slot in the middle it's a pocket cut underneath that allows you to be able to mount um like right here i've got two i've got two of our paddle holders to it so you could have you could have you know um your stick Mm You know, you can have your stick being mounted here, then you can have your paddle here, and then oh, you cool. still have this area right here, which is a which is a hollowed back where you can mount a ram ball. Mm-hmm. So I'm giving you three functionalities right here. You know, I'm gonna try to get this in the frame better, but but yeah, so I've got two of my paddle holders here, so you still have that that double paddle grip ability. Or it's also made to go with the regular Yak Attack rotor grips. You know, mm-hmm. um, I made sure that measured where that clears. Um, a fishing rod holder. I mean, you can put anything in that in that T slot because I gave you this area here where you can just take take the T nut off of it, put it through here, and then and then relock it down here. Um, so that allows you to have three functionalities all in one plate, and that's mm-hmm. what we try to do. You know, with, with the products that we create is to not give you one function, but to give you, like, you know, three or even possibly four sometimes.
3: Yeah, and that's what's really cool. I mean, when I first saw that thing, the first thing I saw when I saw the cut out, cut out in the middle, I thought, oh, perfect place for a fish finder, perfect place for the phone mount with, like, an extension arm. I was like, oh, that's, that's genius.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't want you to take room off of your track and not be able to reutilize that, that area, you know? Yeah. Um, And yeah. so that's one of the reasons why we did that. And then the other thing too, was the Ram ball thing um, to be able to put a Ram ball in the middle, you know, like a one inch Ram ball and you can still mount your, you know, your phone holder there or even a inch and a half ball even, and, and mount a, mount a fish finder off of that. Mm-hmm. So you're not losing anything. In fact, if you, one of the pictures on the side there, Brad, if you can uh, click one of those. Yep. Yeah. It kind of shows you how it's mounted to the kayak, you know, with the roto grip there. And uh, and then I think the other picture kind of just shows how it goes through the hole. But it just, again, it just shows, you know, the, the double or triple function of some of our products too.
3: Uh, there was a common question here at the expo about... What what size diameter pole can they use for, for this product?
0: Yeah, so it's an awesome question. Um, it also led to us making two different variations. So we have a seventh eighth of an of an inch variation that fits that that hole's big enough to fit, you know, your parker pole from Yak Attack, mm-hmm. your your uh, Yak Gear pole, your vibe pole. A lot of your standard poles are seventh eighth inch or a little bit more. This this hole goes up to 0.9. Uh, inches so it fits all those poles, and then we made a three quarter inch uh variation where it works with our pole or it works with a uh, micro uh micro power pole pin or or one of the um I can't think of that other brand that's out there, but a lot of your standard three quarter inch poles they they all go in that. So I have a three quarter inch version and I have a 7th, 8th of an inch version as well. And I'm not, i not only tighten the diameter of the hole, but I also tighten the diameter. Uh, I mean, I've tightened the, the, uh, the variance of the, of uh, the holders as well. So, so those holders, uh, will fit the, whatever pole that you put in them in terms of, you know, if you get the three quarter inch version, it will fit a three quarter inch, it will hold it, it will lock it in, hold it well. And then if you get the 7th, 8th version, it'll do that as well. Very cool.
4: Yeah, I just, I love how, you know, you made a product, but you still, like a lot of, you'll see on the market, you, once you put it there, that track space is gone, so, yeah. you know, putting that track space there to where I'm, I'm able to utilize it basically twice Yeah, is awesome, so, yeah. I mean, it, it just gives you a lot more customization, and still, you know, not have to sacrifice one accessory for another.
0: Exactly, I mean, that, that's, um, you know, because if we can make a product, we can put it out, but, at the end of the day, you still need to use it with other things because, um, again, you may have more track room, but where you place things usually is where, you know, you're not going to use 100% of that track because some of those items may be too far from you. So it we like to condense some of the functionalities together so that you can still reach everything. Yeah, um, Because it's not just making sure you don't lose track, but it's also making sure you don't lose key track in the key areas that you can you know, use it while you're out there fishing. Again, we design everything to be used while you're on the water. You know, things yeah. everything looks great when you're on dry land. How does it work when you're out there physically having to reach it and use it and use a lot utilize it? You know what I mean? And you know, like I have an example here, I have a section of our pole and I kind of, you know, kind of kind of shows you kind of, you know, how it locks in there. But then when you're when you're, you know, behind it you know you could just lift this up and then pry that out really easily Mm
1: -hmm. and the same
0: goes for when you're trying to you know when you're trying to put it back in to be able just to force it like that and then drop it down and lay it down and not worry about it so again trying to design everything we do to be be easily used while you're out on the water and still be able to lock it back in and not have to worry about it so again using it while you're on the water is really key too
3: yep Yep. agree with that um yeah so we're gonna uh, move on to the uh uh easy grip kick out uh, another cool little product actually i didn't see this until the very last day about halfway through you brought it over to our booth and started rigging it on the kayak i was like hey what are those because they're yeah. much smaller than the flex
0: rods yeah so one of the reasons why we made this was um You know, some people are in smaller kayaks, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like a, you know, like a Crescent CK1, which is one of, I think one of the best kayaks on the market, especially from a paddle sensibility, but it, you sit lower and Mm -hmm. if you sit lower, our, our, our original flex rods are awesome, but they do set up high. They're great if you have a pedal drive or if you're sitting in a really high seat, Mm -hmm. but if you're sitting lower, we want it and you you're really relying on your paddle stroke area being clear then we wanted to give you something where you could still have a nice paddle holder that kicks out from your uh, gear track but on the same time we give you that little notch there on the right to put one fishing rod on as well Mm -hmm. so again multi-function but also it's more low hanging and it's easier to use especially on you know kayaks like alaska or the Mayfly, or um, uh, the Crescent CK-1, or Vibe Ghost 130, Ghost 110, or uh, Yellowfin one, uh, 120, you know, kayaks like that where you're sitting a little bit lower and, you, and, you, and the kayak may not be as wide as, say, like a Hobie Pro Angler, but you still want to be able to take advantage of some of these things. You can do that with this particular item.
3: It, I can't tell you how many times... People have seen my picture of the flex rods and they're like, Will that work with my kayak? Will I hit my uh flex rod with the uh when I paddle the kayak? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have your kayak, so I can't really tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and to be honest, it it really does fit most of the boats. Um mm-hmm. in fact, there's yeah. one fella I cannot think of his name, but he's on the Jackson Pro team. He did an incredible video. I shared it off our Facebook not too, I think like last week. And, he, and you know, and I, it's funny, I'm just now seeing some of these videos that were made like six or seven months ago. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he made this video, and what he did was he moved the flex rods in. He was in a, uh, I believe he was in Aliska, and he moved his, uh, all of his, his rods in as far as they can go because you can, you know, you can bring them out or you can bring them in. And yeah. then he put his rod that was on the outside where his paddle usually sits and he was able to fully paddle stroke like in 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 rough water the video mm-hmm. showed him kind of in rough water and it didn't affect his paddle stroke at all so the answer is it really does work on just about every kayak just fine but you know like I said we made this kind of flex rod light system uh you know for the people that you know sit really really low um, yeah. but but yeah I mean no the flex rod is is definitely the most versatile thing we have made. Um, it fits on all the kayaks out there. We have a Hobie version as well. You know, we have one that goes on the H rails, and, and and we also our regular one works on an Outback, and it didn't affect my paddle stroke on my Outback whatsoever. So, hmm.
3: and that's a, a low sitting kayak. Yeah, it it is, is a lower
0: sitting kayak, and it worked great with it.
3: That's cool. That's uh, hey. Think- that's a good uh, good little um example to use for sure
0: yeah i mean you know again it's like i don't sell anything unless i go out and test the living crap out of it you know i made a four rod holder that put four rods on it in the beginning and you know and it you look look you know it it's great to have four or five rods but it was a nightmare um i like to river fish i like to fish in tributaries even if i'm fishing off a lake i like to go to the edge of that lake in tight coves, and uh, having four rods sticking out off the side of your boat, it, it's functional in open water. But when when you get into fishing these tighter areas, um, you know, I had, I had a couple of nice, you know, I had a nice cash on rod that I kind of sacrificed, you know, in one of my tests. Uh, mm. So that's why we kind of designed the flex rod the way we designed it. And, you know, you still can take the paddle off and use the use the the area for the paddle to hold hold an optional third rod you know maybe people may not realize that but you you most certainly can so um so i felt like you know and we kept the price point under 50 dollars, which uh a lot of people with the other multiple rod holders hasn't really been able to do so we we kind of felt like we kind of hit the sweet spot there with that product
3: yeah um is there any uh any plans to add like a little another little notch on the other side of that paddle holder?
0: You know, we we very well may. We're gonna look at it again. You know, we'll we'll have to have a little bit of time to kind of go out and kind of test it and kind of see you know how we can Im- how can we you know improve it. I mean, that very well may end up being like a flex rod light that isn't adjustable. Um, but you know, when we made the kick out originally, we just wanted to be able to kick a paddle out. and and not be on the rails and now it's kind of already evolved into like a single you know a single uh fishing rod holder you know so Mm -hmm. we'll kind of see where that goes with that product awesome
4: yeah i definitely know with uh, the flex rod holders i uh i don't use it for a paddle holder i just use it i have two on basically two pairs on each side of my kayak and uh I mean, just like you, we fish a lot of rivers here in Ohio and whatnot, and uh, a lot of that has a lot of overhangs, things along those lines, so when I put those, I can actually take six rods with me on the on the river, yeah. and have all six of them facing, you know, horizontally instead of vertically, so I mean, I can get in a lot more tight spots and things along those lines, not worrying about a rod tip breaking, which I've had happen, or a rod going in the water, <laughs> which I've had happen. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it just gives you the flexibility, and then if you don't want to take six rods, unlike me who takes way too much stuff on the river, you right. can take yeah, you can take you know <laughs> two rods and just have one side of your kayak have two rods, and then a, a paddle holder that can go to any you know depth <laughs> off the kayak
0: itself that you want it to. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we're we're just trying to continue to give more options for that. You know, to have one that sits low, one sits high. Um, you know, we very well may make like a, a flex rod, you know, ex, true like XD uh, where, you know, you, you know, you, you can't in, instead of that being a paddle holder in the top, it is a third rod, you know, with, with some other options. You know, we're, we're always going to evolve our product, but um, but, you know, to get that, be able to release that when we did, you know, last summer. And to have it take off and sell as many as we have, it's it's been pretty cool to see that product kind of launch and just become our number one seller, which it is right now.
4: Oh, yeah. I can I tell you the second I saw the Facebook ad for it, I text Brad and I sent a picture. I was like, dude. He was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've already ordered four of them. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: I know everybody's probably tired of me posting about it and talking about it on the show and stuff. But, dude, I well, love them.
0: <laughs> well, with but what you did also was cool because you were able to mount it on an inflatable and yep. i never yeah even, you were the first to do that um yes to, to put that on that that instar which i ended up trading some product to mark to get me at one of those you brought it over on the backpack so i'm excited yeah. to go out on that instar that inflatable and and play around with it and see what other cool products we can make for boats like that inflatables is going to be it's going to be a huge part of the market i mean it already yep. is i mean from two years ago to now it's it's kind of it, it's becoming a viable option you know it was something that a lot of regular kayakers kind of not not made fun of but kind of didn't take it serious and now that everyone's is starting to take it serious yep. and you're seeing that i track nine from hobie you're seeing some of these other products uh there's other companies working on some things you know i can't go farther than that but but people are out there getting inflatables more involved because they want stability. They want it to be lightweight and they mm-hmm. want it to be cost effective. And, and, and some of them with propulsion. So when you put all that together, I mean, it's a convenient way to fish sometimes, especially when you're hiking to hard reach areas or flying. Like for me, I'm, I'm excited about that N star. Cause I'm going to take it with me next time I go out to Yosemite, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to go to the Tetons, get on like, you know, Lake Lee or, or lake jenny parts of Lake, well you know very you know that's a big lake but 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 to get on some of those those harder to reach areas where you got to hike to to get to that's a perfect perfect oh, yeah. setup for that so you know to be able to put our products and in addition to that is is pretty killer and our yeah. trade will by the way our trade does fit that seat so our our LPT oh, yeah. 002 model does fit that 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 uh that instar and also the hobie links and the hobie eye seat as well
3: see you're you're already ahead of the game with the inflatable market market and i think yeah, yeah. within the next couple of years you're going to start seeing more inflatables and they're going to have motors on it like Jeff oh yeah 100 so if you come if you start making those mounts now oh yeah it they're going to take off
0: oh, oh yeah yeah i mean we have we we're you know I think at the paddle sports retailer show in 2019, I was approached by, by four different inflatable companies um, to be able to, um, you know, be able to work, you know, to have them approach me. And I was, Mm -hmm. I was able to be able to go over to their booths and look at some of their products. And they all wanted a lot of this stuff that you're talking about now. They wanted it then. Mm -hmm. And I think now it's more of a realistic time to, to bring a lot of that to pass because mm-hmm. it, it's a viable part of the kayak fishing community now. Like it's a great lightweight option, you know, to hit skinny water now. I and mean, that instar, mm-hmm. I'm I'm so jacked about it. I mean I, I um I showed Charles my business partner, I showed him today, you know, that that product, yeah, instar product. And he was like, oh wow. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is now. This is happening. Man, yep. these kinds of vessels are are uh are realistic fish. i mean you're going winter fishing brad in them. you know yeah like people think yourself... i'm
3: crazy yeah
0: which you're not i mean you're catching <laughs> yeah, fish man. is what you're doing i mean
3: they're they're safe as can be i mean yeah i i feel more stable on that thing than i do like any some other kayaks out there i've been on
0: yeah well you know brad i don't know if people realize this but that um the one thing unique about columbus fishing expo it's got a kayak demo pool Yep. And yeah. Brad got on, he got on a couple of vessels, but he got on that N star and he was standing up on it, doing yoga on it, doing yep. crazy cool stuff on it, and showing off the stability. I think you even stepped towards the bow of it, you know, farther than I would have ever gone. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's a realistic craft. I mean, mm-hmm. I and when I lifted it up, you lifted it up over your head like it was nothing. Yep. It, what what was it like 25-30 pounds maybe?
3: Yeah, thirty-one.
0: Yeah, yeah, thirty-one so, pounds. I mean, and then and then you know, and then deflated in your pack, it's like less than forty pounds, I think. Yep. So yeah, with
4: that's with the pump and everything. I mean, and the yeah. seat strapped to the outside of the pack. I think with the, with the pack, yeah. it's like forty-one and a half and a pounds which is yeah. Like I put it on my back, it's nothing. You could go for a hike with that, and be okay. Oh
0: yeah. Like you get on an airplane with that, fly to wherever, and now have your boat, your boat that you know that that you've crafted and tailored for your own you know for your own experience have that with you at all times you go to europe or wherever with that i mean that's pretty that's that's what about the inflatable thing i love or if you live in an area where you can't store a kayak you know you live in an apartment complex or you live somewhere where you may be limited about you know how you can store it now you got an option to have Mm -hmm. it in your in your bedroom closet you know yep and that and take that with you on the weekends or do whatever you know so i just think it's really cool to have options like that out there and then now us developing products for those things you yeah. don't make it only makes sense you know
3: i'm uh i'm glad you got one because i i
0: feel like we're going to see some cool stuff from yak gadget 100 100 i've been wanting yep. to do it forever and now having one in the shop now it's 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 happy fun time now you know we get to <laughs> make some really cool stuff and and, and, you know, and, and again, it's like I've said it, you know, from day one. You know, it's the consumers are benefiting from having other companies like this out there, and, yep. and we're able to again, we have the flexibility to focus on some of these different things. The way we make our products, of course, is, you know, it, it it might cost a little bit more per product to make for us, but uh, it gives us ultimate flexibility in what we make and how we, you know, how we get it out to the market. So. For me, this is um, this has been. I mean, we're looking in the you know thermoforming, doing some other uh, explorative you know techniques and making products. So we've already been approached by several plastic decorative molding companies to mold some things, and that's definitely on the horizon. But the mm-hmm. way we've been making stuff for the last you know two and a half to three years, um, the way we do it is still a little different than other people that may do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so now taking that and then now going to this next stage of level products we probably we're working on a a whole line of products coming out very soon i can't really talk uh any more about it but we've got a whole new line of things coming out like probably in the next couple months we've got even before that uh and then we've got uh another product that's just been kind of sitting around that we've been kind of waiting to release that i think for some of these pedal drive motor Driven kayaks is going to give you some mounting options that you ordinarily wouldn't have. You may look at another couple of brands wishing you had a couple of their options. And now this is going to give you a non-drill option to put one on your boat Hmm. within a second. So we've got some cool things like that kind of swirling in the, you know, in the ether there waiting to be released. So I think you guys are going to (laughs) like what we're coming out with. Oh yeah. I'm pumped. He, He
3: just, he just set the, uh, set the stage for show number five (laughs) yeah i was yeah yeah he got uh john has the bag here uh is that what you want to talk about a little bit you want to talk about that
0: yeah i mean this is like our quick pack seat bag you know it's not a it's not a new product um we had one of the you know we we had a smaller version of this when we we, when we first released it no one really had their own kayak bag that they were selling really it seemed and then again customer feedback everybody said no we love the quick pack but we'd love it more if it was wider and and if it had longer straps for some of the bigger packs like the new canoe seats which i love by the way uh the hobie seats the you know to fit some of those others and now we have a cam buckle strap with a very long strap now it fits every kayak seat frame-based seat that's out there on the market And then we gave you the ability to put your Plano 3,600. I mean, I'm sorry, 3,700. Again, it's been a long Uh, (laughs) time. Again, it says 3,700, I can prove it, Uh, 3,700. You put your your Plano 3,700. You can put two of them in here. Again, you have uh, a huge uh, deep pocket. Then you have another side pocket right there. so you have three ways to store things and then you still have your D rings on the side. So you can, you know, uh, attach that to your feet in different ways as well. You got these long chemical straps that, you know, allows you to kind of, you know, tailor it down. So once you put it on your seat, you can actually snip these and actually uh, take a cigarette lighter, cauterize them. So you Mm -hmm. can, we gave you plenty of strap that you can kind of custom for your own boat. That's,
3: that's a good idea yeah you know, i was I know, wondering what to do with the last little bit of that strap I'm on
4: mine yeah i know you just posted a picture about you know having your setup on yours and i just when i got it i uh instead of having all the bags for all the lures and stuff i bought at the show i was like i want to see how much i can stuff in this i mean i can tell you i have bags <laughs> on bags on bags of z-man and like the new berkeley gilly i have like six of these they're all the same size they fit in there great um but i just loved it because I mean, yeah, like you said, you can fit 3700s in there to make it easier to get to your everyday stuff. And then it has, you know, two deep pocket zippers on it that, you know, in Ohio, we have to register all our kayaks regardless of motor or not. And if I can just put all my registration info right there, if DNR ever stops me for registration, I can literally pull it out and boom, it's there.
3: So, oh. John disappeared. I don't know if uh, his phone died or what. <laughs> but uh,
4: the joy of I don't know
3: man it's all good yeah the last few minutes have been kind of on or off with his mics but um, yeah I don't know I think we've hit everything dude
4: uh, there he is yeah I am must say yeah he's back welcome hey, back there we
3: go we, we you there he's kind of there
4: Kind
3: yeah, of kind of, He's here in Spear. Oh, I, uh, John, you're cutting in and out a little bit. We were actually we thought you might have lost power to your phone or something, so we were gonna uh, close the show out if that's fine with you. Yeah, we can't. We can't hear him, but uh, yeah, dude. Uh, any final thoughts on anything? On anything? Yeah, uh, gadget.
4: I tell you what, I mean, just the stuff he's been making has been insane Um, and saying he's going to be releasing so much this year. I'm just excited to see what's coming out. Um, Everything he went on, you know, he just talked about everything he makes is functional and it it works. And if everything, you know, everything's going to be like that coming forward, I'm I'm super pumped to see what else I can add to make my life not only easier, but maybe help me in an aspect to, to, you know, catch more fish or just fish in a, a a more comfortable environment so i'm i'm super pumped um great company to get your stuff from you know as john said i mean great owner I and mean, it's it's a no-brainer in my opinion
3: right yeah I, I completely agree with that i mean i've been using yak gadget for a few years now and love everything that i have so far but uh yeah i just want to take the time to thanks uh thank john he dropped out again uh yeah for coming on the show and talking about the products and all that stuff. So uh, anything else you want to add, dude, before we close it out?
4: No, I mean, thanks, John. Like, like Brad said, coming on, talking to us a little bit, taking some time out of your busy schedule to, you know, let the consumers know what's coming and what to be looking forward to. Um, no, I mean, I really appreciate you allowing me to be a co-host tonight. It was awesome. Uh, great, great time. I look forward to hopefully doing it again sometime in the future. Um, but no, that's all I've got. Sweet. All right, guys. Uh, Thanks for listening. If you've made it this
3: far, uh, you've been listening to the final cast on Paddle and Fin Podcast. Uh,
2: Have a good one. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional, for all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to Pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to RocktownAdventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging kayaks kayak accessories or anything fishing related on the beautiful dale hollow lake go to eastport.info and jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today